Static Selector. Yeah. You never know really on your side until the crashing of the tide. Feel my pain. Missing the pimp, put a dance on my lap, put the ice on my drink. I copped a new 44 and a new ice pick. For these cats that think I changed, man, I'm still deranged. I spent years handcuffed and chained. Now instead of cuffs, it's bust down bracelets and diamond chains. I'm the new Isaac Hayes. I know I told parole I'd behave, but they opened up the lion's cage. I'm buying big whips, cause we was whipped the slaves. And you ain't seen this kind of trip since Prince on stage. I need a chick to hold my gun in the waist. And when the cops come and meet me back at my mom's. Place, now that's a hot one. Prosecutors like they starving for peace. If they lock me away, I'm a martyr to the streets. I ain't just chopping it up, I'm carving through beats. If they throw away the key, I want you marvin through the east. Welcome to episode 56 of We Going In Presents. Today my guest is Wise P and he's here to talk about what he's been up to since he's been home, including the stellar EP Chinchilla produced entirely by Static Selector. We also talk about the projects he has in the works with guys like D-Dot as well as Team Demo and getting back in the lab with Black Rob and Sauce Money. We talk about the Rockefeller days. We talk about his outlook on life, his writing process, and a whole lot more, including why he's the best at pimp hop. After the interview, make sure you go stream Chinchilla and check out the links all on wegoingin.com. So YSP, man, I'm, I'm really glad we get to do this. And I know it's been more than a minute since we talked last, but welcome back and, and thanks for doing this, man. Oh, man, good to be back. Good to be back. Now, I think the last time we talked was probably, you know, in the hip-hop game days. And, you know, looking now, a lot has changed just from websites and blogs to just such more of like an independent hustle. What do you think has changed the most from when we used to rock back in the day to now? It's beautiful, though, ain't it? I love what it is now because now, could you imagine if we could have pushed a button on our own, don't have to wait, don't have to shop, you know, um, and don't have to spend a ton of money to get your music out to the people and let the people, you know, judge it right then and there. That's beautiful. Right, because like back in the day, you were almost like beholden to the to the different websites and you give it to one website first, you're waiting on them to post it, but that could even be like a day or two delay from the time you send it, you can't send it to anybody else, so that site posts it. I mean, the politics were so much more, it seemed, back then than today. Exactly, exactly, because they can't, it's the wild, wild west in certain ways today. They can't really, uh, they can't really, you know, pigeonhole you into doing one thing. I just love it, man. I think it's it's, 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 it's allowing rap to be diverse. It's, a lot, it's taking the ageism out of it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got guys not even getting, uh, getting, uh, popular until they 37 38 you know what i mean but back in the days you might have hit 24 and it was over you know what i'm saying so it's like it's just beautiful man i just love it no i know i know exactly what you mean i mean do you feel like you are in way more control at this point too of your career and communicating with your fan base <laughs> too as, as well yes yes um that's exactly how i feel i feel that you can you know you can thank people can say they like your records like people will hit me from like I'll switch Germany and I can hit him right back. Say, Hey, what'd you like about the record? Thanks for liking the record. It's like a direct contact. It's beautiful. <laughs> no, that's great. And being that you are on social media and everything, I mean, what's your goal with social media in terms of like documenting your life for your fans? I mean, what do you want to give fans versus what do you want to keep private? Um, you know, only thing I want to keep private really is, 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 um, certain things that are, are done with family, you know, other than that, man, it's an open book, man. You know, I'm, I'm trying to give the fans me, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to give them me, everything about me. I don't care if I'm in the crib, you know, you know, cooking rice and beans, man, I might take that. <laughs> yeah, man. And Chinchilla was great. Like 
just from start to finish, you know, in terms of Chinchilla, looking at this as like your first project since you're back, what did you want to give mm-hmm. people with it? I wanted to give people um, like with the You Never Know record, I really wanted to give people, um, you know, like a lot of people just glamorize everything. Um, and, you know, whatever it is they're talking about, I wanted to give them the, 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 for lack of a better thing, the gift and the curse of whatever you're doing in the streets. I wanted to give them what's going on with the player life and also what the consequences are for that. You know what I mean? Because I've done both. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to be able to spread that. I wanted to, uh, you know, re-put my foot, my stamp to say, hey, you know, look, guys, I'm the only New York MC rapping on this platform. I'm doing something different. Remember me. Remember that I'm doing that as I continue to to go crazy for 2020. No doubt. And I think that's a great way to, to lead it off with a project like this. And looking at You Never Know, was that, you know, to you, like, just that message in there, was that, like, the most important thing that you could do with Chinchilla is get is get that message out and, and give both sides of, you know, like the pros and the cons of what can happen when you, when you make certain decisions? Yes, I think I thought it was important for me to put that out there so people could feel my pain. Everything on there is true. You know, if I'm not talking about anybody else's life, you know, everything I gained, everything I lost, you know, uh, uh, everything that went on, you know, from start to finish is true. And it's really my pain. So I want people to feel that. Like you asked about what are you going to put out on social media, you know, not only on social media, on music, it's going to be always what I'm actually living, what I'm actually feeling, you know. And it seems like that's the song, too, that's getting the best response from fans, too. You know, are you happy with the way that fans have been responding to the music so far? Yeah, definitely. I'm very, like, surprised, too. You know, I was gone for a minute. You know how this thing, people forget you in four days, much less four years. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm very, very happy that it's being received like this because I'm just, that's the tip of the iceberg. You know, I'm like, oh, if they loving this, I'm, I can't wait. By the time summertime comes, it's going to be people going to get a real piece of um, of who I am. No, I think that's great. Did you find that a lot of these songs and these ideas and these concepts were coming to coming to you as you were locked up, or do you feel like being in that environment? Do you feel like your creativity shut down? I didn't write one thing in there. <laughs> I'm um, I am. Um, I'm, a, I'm a social cat. You know what I'm saying? The worst thing you could do is put me by myself. And I did some time in the box. And, and that was like the worst hell. You know, the worst thing I could ever do is have a job working in a, a cubicle. I got to be moving around. I get inspired by life. My music is life to paper, to song. You know what I'm saying? That's it. If there's no life experience, there's no songs. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of dude that can sit in my room alone and imagine some shit. Nah, I have to go, oh, shit, we did that last night? Well, that's going on the record. You know what I'm saying? I did this, I did that, that's going on the record. You know, the fact that I'm having this phone interview might be on the record. You know, that's how, that's, the, that's what I think hip-hop is supposed to be. You know, I'm all for telling the stories and all that, that's great. But um, even my stories come from something based on reality. You know what I'm saying? I think hip-hop is that. Giving the world, bringing the, we, in rap, we brought, we brought the world to the, to, to the hood, to what we're doing down here. You know what I'm saying? I think that that needs to continue, at least for me. I'm not going against what everything anybody else is doing, but for me, that needs to continue. No doubt. No, I, and I think I think that's great yeah. in terms of like the fact that your music is based in your experiences, and it sounds like you know. I think people have different conceptions of prison. You know, people who have been in there have their have the idea of what it looks like and people on who have never been in see what it looks like, you know, through shows on Netflix or documentaries. And so it sounds like your experience there was not a lot of interaction with people. I mean, did you find yourself isolated a lot? No, I that's that's the totally different. I did only time I was isolated was when I got into trouble and I was in that and I they put me in the box. Other than that, I'm in the day room. I'm in the yard. I did a record uh on um terminology's album Signs called Signs on the on the on the um vintage horns album and i'm talking about it you know about everything about what happened with the bail with the judge and making two bells and i go a spot it's a spot in the record where i gave where i just where i said i put my feet the bell became so high i put my feet up and just vacated it i'm you know i'm 
I'm in the I'm on the phone, I'm in the yard, I'm in the day room. You know what I'm saying? I'm everywhere. I'm moving around because, you know, even though, you know, I'm not gangbanging, you know, if you if you're a real person and you a live person, you a man before anything else, everybody respects you. And you can move in every circle and just be cool if you ain't on no sucker shit. So now nah, I'm mean, I was social even in there. It just started I just didn't take that time out to create music. You know what I mean? I very rarely pre-write anything. I go in, hear the music, and then I make the song. No doubt. And, you know, looking at just working with Static Selector on this whole project, did anything change with how you and Static work from before you went in to when you came out and, and working on Chinchilla or working, like, with terminology? No, Static's still a bully. <laughs> In the studio, he's still the same. That's my brother, man. You know what I'm saying? So, terms, my that's my twin. So, you know, term actually uh, A and R the album. So, um, uh, it, it, it nothing changed, man. We just came in and they were just like, "Yo, let's put this music out because we don't ever want to see you going back." That's awesome. Was that something that you guys had planned? <laughs> while you were still locked up and or when you came out was it almost a surprise that you guys were doing this project it was a surprise we never planned it um we never planned it we um uh, when we came out we just got straight to it you know in between he's a busy dude so in between everything else he was on he was helping me with that and something that rascast told me when because did you hear the shout out rascast gave you on his song shark week no, I haven't heard it. Oh man, yeah, no, he he gave you a shout out talking about why P kept me fed, talking about like when he was going through troubles and how you were there for him basically. Um, so I asked him about you, you know, yours and his relationship, and he said that like, you know, that you're just a great dude that he's always you know gotten along really well with, and that he was really excited to see Static working with you on Chinchilla because he said a lot of people. Like once you disappear, you come back out, and the people that you expect to be there that were there from you for you before, they're not always there. And he he just thought that it was it was great to see you still working with Static and see that that relationship was still strong. And a beautiful man, and that shout out to Raskas. You know what I mean? He's a brother to me too, man. Me and him, Woo, we've had some wild nights, Jack. <laughs> we got some stories to tell. <laughs> so, um, but uh. Yeah, and uh, it is a beautiful thing to see. I'm going to go listen to that right now, and we get off of this. And, um, yeah, Static kept it 100. Not only did he work with me as soon as I came out, when I was in there, <clears throat> records that I had recorded, he put it. I was on every album he dropped the whole four years. How you do that? That's, 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 you know, that's a brother in arms right there. How did that relationship form to where it became like that, you know, to begin with? We got together when he first, like, run of time, he first got to New York and started doing, um, and we did a mixtape. I introduced him. We did a mixtape. And I'm telling you, the day we met, we had so much fun wilding out, just running around, doing crazy shit that we just never left. We just never left. We just never left each other's side. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? What you doing? I'm coming through. We doing this. We doing that. You know what I'm saying? That's great. But I mean, you also say you and Raskast have some crazy stories. You know, if you ever want to share those stories, I mean, this is a great platform to do that. Yeah, we might have to, say, <laughs> we might have to set up one day the Raskast and Wild story. Oh, we got one from the Eminem tour that was crazy. <laughs> With this God bless um, R.P. Proof, this one Proof is alive. I, I can't. I'll I have to get permission from Raz to tell these stories. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. We, I mean, we can get him on the phone right now, I'm sure, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to wait. <laughs> All I'm telling, all I'm going to say is that we, 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 we took the dude was in the stands with his wife, literally sitting next to his wife. And then we borrowed his wife from him at that moment. <laughs> and then, and, and then brought her back and put her back in the stands. Brought we her back. And, enjoy the show. Brought her back a changed woman <laughs> though. <laughs> is what it sounds like. <laughs> I, I can't say nothing else. Sorry, Razzie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It seems to me too, like you know, 
based on just stories that you know you've told me over the years and that you know I've heard from you in, in different interviews, it seems like either you know how to bring the crazy times or the crazy times just kind of find you. You know, which one is it? I think it might be a mixture of both. And you know, Raz is crazy. Static is crazy. Turn me like like I don't know, man. I guess I just attract, you know, uh, uh, the same you know people with the, that give out the same energy. People that just like to enjoy life. Because when we all look back at it, no matter how it ends up, you know what I mean. Did you did you live a full one? I lived a full one so far, and I got a lot more to do. No doubt. So, like, what's a normal night out with Wise P like? <laughs> Oh man, a normal light out. See, that's the that's the wrong question, because it starts in the day. You know what I'm saying? If there's no day action, come on, man, you gotta get the day action. You know what I'm saying? We move around. I like to bounce around. I like to uh, to, to, to 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 find find that pocket of 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 fun. You know, from day until evening. But most cats can't get past 10 p.m. with me, man. They be washed up. Really? So, like, when you talk about that daytime action, I mean, are we talking like 10 a.m.? Are we talking 4 p.m.? Like, what, what, when does the daytime action start? What state we in? <laughs> we in Miami, we talking 10 a.m. We in Portland, we might be talking 1 p.m. You know what I mean? I love Portland, August. Shout out to them. Where we at? We in New York City, we might start. See, New York City, we might start at 4, 5 because we out till 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So it all depends where we at. <clears throat> so, so daytime action is that like, is that drinking? Is that like just partying? Like, what does the daytime action look like compared to the nighttime action? It's whatever you know, drinking. You know what I'm saying? Hitting the malls. You know, hitting um, hitting um, the, the strip, depending on where you at. You know what I'm saying? You know, we always trying to be in traffic. You know what I mean? No doubt. And so you talked about how Static is kind of a bully in the studio and what it's like working with them. So I'm curious, like that creative process between you guys, you know, what's that like? Because you've both, you know, put a ton of hours in the studio and you both bring your own ways of doing things. So when you guys get together, what's that process actually like? Well, there's no, there's no two ways of doing things. It's Static way. You know what I mean? Static is... A genius, I respect his genius. I allow producers to produce. I don't just, when I'm in the studio, I don't, you know, it's, it's beat makers. Like this studio right here, I was telling somebody, there's no, there was no email a song and email back a verse. This was all done organic, all the way down to the Paul Wall. Paul Wall was in New York when we did the record, and we was at a club first. We did that record like four in the morning. You know, Matt, I think it was later than that. It might have been, you know, it was like, we left the club like five. Yeah, it might be between, we did that record between five and seven a.m. in the morning. After being out at Fat Buddha, that's why he mentioned Fat Buddha. That's a real, you see what I'm saying? That's what I, I love about the record on Chinchilla and the records that I will continue to make. The dimensions of everything in these songs is real. Like, you know, Paul Walls, like I parked out front of Fat Buddha. We was at Fat Buddha Lounge all night, rolling dice, drinking. He performed. He smoked, we smoked it. It's just crazy. We had, we had, you know, we had, we wild out. The owner, Turn his back. We run down in the, uh, in the in the area where they keep all the liquor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Downstairs where you're not supposed to be in the storage room. We grab a bottles, coming back up. This is wild shit. You know, like we 17. <laughs> you know, that is wild. Well, next time you come to Virginia, you mm -hmm. definitely got to let me know. Oh, what part are you in? I'm in Charlottesville, so about an hour from Richmond. Our further south towards North Carolina, um, or our north. I'm like central, west, so east. so east. About an, oh, okay. I, I have to drive an hour east to get to Richmond. Oh. All right, I was just in Fredericksburg. I was just uh, I was just between Manassas and uh, Fredericksburg uh, for three days. Oh man, so I'll be back. You probably saw my my guy Born Unique. Yeah, I was with Born. Yeah, I was with nice. Born P Twist. I was with Rerock. Uh, the team demo up in Alexandria. I'll be I'll be in Alexandria. Uh, Next week, 17th to the 19th. Nice. That's awesome. I mean, you're working with uh, I'll reach out to a ton of my favorite people. I mean, Team Demo, we go way back with Hip Hop Game, Born Unique, obviously, Rerock. Um, obviously, you know, what does it mean to you to have a lot of the same team in place? You know, when you look at like still working with Rerock, 
that your relationship has survived all these years and you look at a lot of people and they cycle through managers, they cycle through DJs, they cycle through producers and, you know, it's easy for relationships to go bad. You know, what does it mean to you to still have these relationships be strong? Well, what is it, you know, what does that signal? What that signifies is that I'm authentic and that the people I'm around are authentic, you know, and there's also back to the gift and the curse. It's a good and a bad part about that. You got some people who are just opportunistic. They'll go with anybody. Oh, you over here, you hot? I'm running with you. You over here, you hot? Running? And sometimes people get, become successful like that. You know, I, if that's the meaning of success, then I'll never be that because loyalty is royalty to me. You know what I'm saying? And that's what come across in music and that comes across in a lifestyle. So uh, it's important for me to keep these, these, uh, these relationships intact as, uh, as much as possible because um, that, to me, that's wealth. And Reebok, too, is somebody that, you know, I've always loved working with and he always got stuff done. You know, what's your relationship like with Reebok and how have you guys really looked at making a plan for your music and just, you know, a way to um, kind of re-enter the game now and, and announce that you're here? Well, you know, the thing with Reebok is, we are talking about it, if it wasn't for me, he probably wouldn't even be doing it some more. And if it weren't for Reebok, I probably wouldn't be able to get to y'all because I'm the scatterbrain. It's Reebok calling me like, hey, man, you got something at 8.30. Without him, I'd be like, man, I love you, man. But I just, you know what I'm saying? Just without him, like, I wouldn't be, he, he keeps everything level for me, man. You know what I'm saying? Strong, great dude. You know what I mean? Family orientated, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and another one of the, you know, one, another one of the people in my life that I feel is a blessing, man. Super talented too, man. You know, it's like, he does a lot that people do not know. You know what I'm saying? I get scared a lot that people going to hire him and take him away from me. <laughs> no doubt. No, I think, I think it's, it's great to see you guys working together again. So going back to the chinchilla process and everything, when you talk about working with static too, I mean, how much of a say do you guys have in terms of like what beats you use? Is it more static saying like, you're going to sound really good over this beat? Or is it more you saying like, play me something else. This one's just not hitting me right. You know, how do you guys work on making sure that you get what you need to sound your best? Let me tell you about my guy Static. I've seen Static. We'll be at, we'll go do our radio show and <clears throat> polish off a bottle of tequila. Then he'll go out, we'll go out, he'll polish off a bottle of Hennessy. And then he'll go DJ and sound phenomenal. I'm like, yeah, man, every time I am play, I'm like, how does this dude is like one of the best DJs in the world? And then he'll get off stage, drink some more. Then we'll leave, go to the studio. He'll drink some. I'm done. I can't keep up with him. I'm just running around acting crazy now. He's still going. You know what I'm saying? Get to the studio and probably make 30 beats in an hour and a half, two hours. I've seen it. I've seen it. I exaggerate to you none. This is, this is how talented this man is. And then when it comes to the creative process, to get to your question, I just wanted to kind of like set the template to know we work, kind of got working He'll play a beat maybe for like half a, half a, half a, you know, like half a minute, for 30 seconds, and just keep running, keep running, keep running, and then you got to stop him, like that one, that one, that one. And then he does also, it's a, it's, it's a, it's the creative process is mutual because he will come and say, yo, this one right here, this is you right here. <clears throat> so does that mean that you're also writing pretty fast and that you're like knocking the songs out as well, like at that kind of rapid clip? Do you find that, that his production kind of makes you, a faster writer and a faster um, MC in terms of getting stuff done? Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know about nobody else camps, but all the camps I've ever been with back with Hove and Frost and all these people was, was, uh, was always competitive. Who got the best raps and who can get it done the quickest? Who's making better, better the best use of their time in the studio? I, I shit you not. If you come around, Static Selector, anybody out here listening to this, and you get a chance to work with Static Selector, terminology, any of them cats, and you come in the studio and it's taking you hours to write a rap, you're getting clowned. <laughs> and niggas might just move on to do other songs. They'll just give you like a, uh, send that shit to your email or something so you can listen in your headphones while we go bust out two or three, uh, two or three, not albums, excuse me, two or three uh, verses over whatever we're doing. When you're ready, you can come back. 
Man, that's I cra- gotta keep up. <laughs> that's a that's a crazy work ethic too. You know, when you when you look at a at a at a working at a clip like that, how do you make sure that you don't just end up doing the same song three different ways or that the quality level stays high? How do you how do you guys check yourselves and and keep that quality high? Well, you said it the right way. It's checks and balances. If term is there, you know, dude, we literally would tell somebody like, yo, no, nah, that's not it. That's not the rap. Write it again. You're not in pocket. Do it over. You know what I'm saying? You know, boom. And you go back and do it. Like, everybody's checking everybody. And, you know, and then if, if you're burnt out for the night, somebody tell you, yo, that's it, man. You did three songs or whatever, three verses. Like, just chill for the rest of the night because that fourth one you did is not it. So nobody's, nobody's allowing anybody to put out no garbage. That's strong. And it also shows that level of comfort, too, that you guys can have those conversations without, you know, catching feelings over it, too. I mean, I think that's a strong thing, you know, when, when you look at building a team is can you give honest feedback without, you know, taking it personal? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, that's why um, you got certain crews that it's like that. And then sometimes, you know, you got people that are putting out trash because they don't have nobody or they can't accept the constructive criticism. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely seen that through the years in terms of just artists like not accepting criticism of the music or um, basically putting yes men in their camp and then putting out music and then being surprised that it doesn't hit the way it does. And so when when you look at moving forward, you know, Chinchilla is doing great for you. You made it an EP. Um, why make it an EP and, you know, look at as opposed to like a full length album here? Well, people's people's attention spans are so short, and I've been gone for so long that I got to get people used to me. You know what I'm saying? Like it took a while for me to get back on certain social media and have the the, the fans that were fans of me back then. I hadn't I hadn't tweeted in so long that you know they just kind of kept following certain shit, but just put me to the back burner. Then so I heard I had people hit me and text me like, "Oh shit, you you still on it? You know, I didn't even know you were back." You know what I'm saying? So it's like people's attention spans are so short that it makes sense for me to give you seven, let you let you chew on that. When you digest that and get ready for another meal, I'll be back with another seven. I'll be back with another eight, whatever number I decide to do or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want to do because for me, I'm not looking for the hit right now. I'm looking to give you, to show people that, hey, I'm YSP and I'm consistent. I'm not going no fucking way. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And so looking forward, you know, what projects do you have coming up? And I mean, how many, cause I, I know you've got a lot of different ideas right now. So what are you trying to make happen in 2020? <clears throat> oh man, so much going on. I got a project coming with Derek D. Angeletti. For those who don't know, which you should know, if you've been hiding on the rock, did the Benjamins, did uh, Money, Power, Respect, you know, I could go on all those bad boy hits. Um, so um, I got a whole project coming with him. I got a whole project coming with Team Demo. For those who don't know, if you don't know, you know, did Crime Wave for 50 Cent. One of the biggest things, uh, biggest things that they've done. But they got a lot of other amazing work. I got a lot of, got some special guests and some, some great stuff coming from that. Um, I got something coming with P.A. Dre that works with R.J. Payne. You know what I'm saying? I got an R.J. Payne surprise too coming. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got that coming, whole one with him. Um, it's just, so much it is like so many people that want to work right now that I, I'm trying to tell them I don't want to sit on your on your music let me get all this done and out and um and then I can continue to grow with that it's another surprise with one of one of one of one of the favorite rappers at this moment that I don't want to uh, I don't want to reveal until it's time I'm also uh, president of Uptop Music Group which is a record company that I'm helping I'm working with and consulting um with their artists um a young artist named G's Gasoline that's in the drill drill rap community, and another young artist named P. Smith. He's from Miami. Um, I got a couple deals on the table for them. I'm rocking that right now. I got a deal with EQ Distribution, like I was saying earlier, which is um, an arm, like the left arm of a, of a Rockefeller subsidiary, Rock, sorry, Rock Nation subsidiary. So um, I'm putting stuff out through that, which um, the re-release Pussy Rich was released through that, but you know we didn't do a build-up or nothing. That's just um, a content thing. Um, so yeah, a lot going on with, 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 with those things right there. 
That's incredible. You know, looking at working with DDOT, he's definitely somebody who doesn't get the props they deserve for everything they've done and continue to do. How's that project coming and what's it been like getting back with DDOT? It's to say I brought back I brought Black Rob out the out the out the out the house. You know what I'm saying? For a joint and it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I got man, listen. It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, so where was Black Robin, and how's he sounding now? He sounds great, man. I'm, you know, I ain't gonna give away too much. I can't say where he's been. I mean, he's been home. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, he came out the house, man. So I'm excited about it. That's incredible. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. So I can't wait to hear what you guys are are working on. And you know, when you look at going from like D Dot to Team Demo to Static. Does your approach change based on the producer's style or the producer's demeanor? Because you're looking at like team demo is like a team and you've got multiple perspectives there where D dot and static probably have different approaches to music too. So how do you, do you feel like you adjust to the producers or, you know, how do you balance working with different personalities like that? Especially when you're looking at like whole projects and not just songs. Again, D dot, man, I don't know if you've ever seen any, his. uh, but he'll film himself in a car, dancing and singing. Like he'll just be in the studio smoking it, and he'll be doing all that, that dances, shoulders shaking. You'll know when you got him. And if it's not, he'll be like, nah, 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 that's not line for line clever. That's, his, that's one of his favorite shit. I need line for line cleverness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He really produces. He more, you know what I'm saying? Like these guys produce. They don't just make beats. You know, there's a difference. You know what I'm saying? They'll tell you, you're not in pocket there. Oh, too many words there. Fix you know the, the hook is this you know what I mean so yeah I, I'm excited about that His, this is gonna be a real well it's gonna be dirty it's gonna be grimy you know what I'm saying of course we stay in there but it's polished in a certain way too you know what I'm saying or oh sorry shout out Joey Badass he's on this too the young the young hitter nice that's amazing you know when you look at this like I love hearing like the optimism in terms of like the projects you're working on and what you got going when you were locked up, were you able to stay this optimistic that things were going to go well? Or do you feel like it was a lot harder to stay positive when you weren't able to record and you weren't able to move around the way that you're able to move around now and be free? I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, you know, jail is hell. I don't wish that on, on, on not, not my worst enemy. I'd rather, I'd rather us handle our, our disagreements in the streets. But I, I don't never wish jail on nobody. However, I stayed optimistic. I'm in the day room cracking jokes. We watching, you know, sports and betting on them. And you know what I'm saying? Just having fun. I'm, you know, I'm not even a gambling man. So we'll bet push-ups, you know, shit like that. You know, shit to keep to, to burn the time while you're in there. You know what I mean? Because it's horrible in there. But you know what I'm saying? Um, as far as staying optimistic about music, you know, even in jail, it's about staying alive. You know, I was more about staying alive, doing my time. You know what I'm saying? Making it out in one piece with no scars, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, and come back with a, with a positive attitude to do what I got to do. So yeah, I wasn't, and you know, you're still trying to maintain the things you have in the streets, you know, you build up a life in the streets and, you know, houses and cars and bills and, you know, kids, and you're still trying to find a way to um, manage with that out there. So that's, that's a lot to deal with, you know, within itself. So I was more focused on that. I knew when I got back, I was going to go hard, you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> just like I came home, excuse me, I had a whole lot of opportunity, a lot of people that was like, yo, we got you. So. And can you ever, when you look at like rapping about your life and sharing like the pimping through the music and like what you, you know, talking about, you know, your lifestyle, can you ever overshare and share too much to where um, you're almost implicating yourself? Well, as you, as the, the goal of it is that you better be talking past tense. <laughs> I, I know that now. <laughs> you can't be, you can't, guess what? You know, uh, I got a song that I did with Team, Team Demo, and I said that, um, you know, Ice-T told me to remain true to self, and when you get the wealth, retire. Because Ice-T, one time I was out with uh, Raskat. I don't know if you know, you ever heard a song that me and Rask did with Ice-T. And, um, we, uh, he told me, man, he was like, yo, listen, they always watching. You know what I mean? He was like, yo, once, you, once your music starts to go where it needs to go, you got to stop. You know what I mean? And I, he said that, and then, like, about 
a year later, that's when everything went. You know what I'm saying? And I was, at that point, already out. You know what I'm saying? However, you know, they had started a case on me before that. So it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. So do you, so, so it's not, do you approach it differently now in terms of like speaking in past tense? I mean, do you, do you find that you're, you're changing how you do things now that it's, it's 2020 and you're out? No, I'm still, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm creating a balance of, of, like I said, I got to give you my life right now. So if I'm not actively doing something, I'm not going to say it to you. Like I'm actively doing because then I'd be lying to the people. Now, what I do say is I still have them thoughts. I still have pimp morals, like certain things and rules that I still abide by because of the lifestyle that I was once in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still have, you know, certain codes and certain shit that I deal with because of that. But so I'll still speak of that type of stuff in present tense. But I'm not going to speak as if I'm actually out here, you know, with, 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 you know, with six, seven you know, people with me doing my thing because I'm, you know, because I'm not. So, you know, and guess what? I'm going to keep talking my talk and if they want to investigate, investigate, then they'll see, man, this guy's not active. You know what I'm saying? He's just talking shit. You know what I mean? So, I'm going to get, I'm going to still make music. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to hold back. No but, you know, I'm not active, so. No doubt. Yeah, no, I mean, do you feel like you're being watched closer now? Do you feel like, um, you know, certain people are waiting for you to slip up or wait, waiting to try to, like, catch you in anything? I mean, do you feel be, like you're being watched? Most definitely. Let me tell you something, man. I've had um, – I don't think I'm being watched, watched. Like, I don't think they're, they're, they're spending, you know, budget money to watch me because the real essence of the case wasn't super about me. They wanted somebody else that was doing a bunch of shit that was really wrong. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they wanted me to, uh, you know, turn evidence on him. And they were like, well, we got you doing this, but we know you got a career. So we don't really want you. If you help us get this guy, you know, then, you know, we'll let you go. And you can go finish your career doing what you're doing. Otherwise, you're going to lose your career in here. Of course, I did, you know, I got a five-year sentence, which I did four. So obviously, I didn't tell. <laughs> but, um, uh. So I do, but I have had some instances where, you know, like it was just too easy. You know what I'm saying? Where I would all of a sudden, and they're just like, "Hey, you know what? I do this. What do you, What do you do?" And I'm like, "Come on, man, just pull your badge out." <laughs> so, but you know, but I'm not active, so I just tell the truth. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's like a bank robber who come home and then all of a sudden he go to the bank and it's empty and the vault's open. They're like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just got here. Really? Really? <laughs> That's crazy. And, you know, you talked about, you know, working with Every Hood and the affiliation with Rock Nation. You know, what's that Rockefeller connection like for you these days? Um, you know, looking at, you know, how you, you know, used to be affiliated with them and the Rangers and everything with half. Um, what's that relationship like today with, with Rock Nation? Um, well, you know, like I said, I just got home. Um, uh, my ex, uh, manager and personal, really good friend, um, Christy Clifford, uh, she's at Rock Nation. She's the manager up there. She had Megan Thee Stallion, um, you know, she's at Statics, Brooklyn, all these people. And, um, you know, so I'm connected through that. And I speak to Bleak all the time. You know, me and him have some business coming soon. I won't speak on it until the ink is dry. You know, hopefully sooner than later, you know, things move slow. But me and him got some business stuff. Uh, with warehouse that we're trying to do, um, so that's my major connections uh, right there. That's, that's where I've been. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Hove yet. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm pretty sure when I do see him, it's love. I haven't seen Tata yet, but I'm pretty sure when I do see them, it's love. It's nothing but love. You know what I'm saying? It's just that um, you know I gotta keep doing what I'm doing and keep creating what I'm creating, so they can come tap me on the shoulder and say, "Hey man, we love what you're doing." That's all. That's all I want. No doubt. You know, when you look back at the at those days too, like the Rangers days, what are some of your favorite memories when you look back and, and look at working with Half and Rockefeller and everything you guys did? Man, D&D Studios, man. Just just sharpening, you know, baseline studios. Everybody going in trying to beat the other one. You know what I'm saying? Like 
celebration, like like doing it for Shaddai. Jay does his first verse. I come and do my first. Half does his verse. And he's like, oh, no. He go put a fourth verse on it. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, just like, you know, just the, the, the competition of it, man. And, you know, looking back at it, you know, after all these years, I'm just like, man, if we could have kept that together, what would that, what would that have been? The Rangers, Bleak, Sauce, Seagull, State Property, Freeway, just everything. If, if, if that's, man, mm, mm, it would have been, it would have been crazy, you know what I'm saying? But um, what, 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 what Homie did is amazing. I'm super proud of him, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just from knowing him, uh, the way I know him, I think, you know, it had to be him. Had him. Look at look at what he's done with Rock Nation. Look what who's brought these many rappers together, for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? He's got everybody. Who's done that? People usually just stay with they can. He got rappers, actors, and athletes all coming together under one. Um, that's that's strength. That's power. That's 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 amazing, man. No doubt, and that amount of talent too. You talk about like <clears throat> Sauce Money and and everybody there. I mean, the amount of talent there, Beanie, like is ridiculous and you know you got to wonder too like, i mean what what you just said like what would have happened if you guys had all stayed together i mean we'd have we'll be talking albums on albums probably of just classic material but the duos the, the you know you could have did you know the three three like a three group the solos and could have did a four group and you know what i'm saying it's just just the, the dynamics of it would have been crazy like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Source Money, too, man. Or one of the best ever. <clears throat> yeah. you, that's how it works. Like, one day I did, a, I did a verse, and I wasn't sure about it. So I shot at the Source. What do you think about it? Lyrics is dope, but I'm not sure if I like the bounce. Give me, all right, you know what? Send it to D-Dot. Yo, D-Dot, what do you think about it? These ain't even, they're not on the record. They didn't produce the record. But this is how, this is the people on the rock. I get to send it to D-Dot. Right, what you think? He said, yeah, man, I don't, I don't like the pattern. So he said the bounce of the pattern, so they both heard the same thing. They just used different words. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go back in the studio. Do it over, send it back. They're like, okay, you left Earth. This is good. You left Earth on it. All right, cool. That's what I want to hear. Bang, that's the one I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Cause I mean, th those are guys too. Like, you know, if they, if they say it's good, it's good. Like I would, I would definitely trust their opinion and, and, um, you know, looking at sauce money too, like any plans to ever work with him again and do anything with him now? <clears throat> oh yeah, most definitely, man. He's, um, he's entrenched in doing some things right now. So yeah, once he gets, once he gets a moment and I get a moment and figure it out, man. Yeah, man, I'm talking, man, I love to work with the people that I fuck with. The records come out better. You could tell camaraderie. Like that's like like you know like Paul Wall. I had never met him before, but we spent that whole evening together. I mean, I was at the telly. He was fitting, uh, uh, fitting static for some grills. You know, we talking about life, music. Then we go out, eat, party, smoke, wild out, record, bomb. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Real authenticness. What's it like hanging out too with Paul Wall? Because he's one of those guys that always seemed like a, just a genuinely pretty cool guy. Like, and he seemed to have a lot of love um, just for hip hop culture and what he was doing. Um, he seems like he'd pr be a pretty cool guy to hang out with. His name is synonymous with the Texas shit. This guy's a hip hop scholar, man. This guy is a scholar. You know what I'm saying? And he taught me something, too. He said, "Why wow, never get jaded with music. Keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? He was just saying, keep doing it. He said he had got jaded at one time. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about that. You just keep going, you know? And he, a lot of other jewels um, that he gave me, man, that I just, you know, you know, to just stack up. So can't go through all of them, but he's just really smart. And, and he can spit. People didn't know, you know? A lot of people called me after Static's album with him, you know, and, and then my joint with him, you know what I mean? He even did a joint with Cool Keith called Sexy and Foot Locker or something like that. I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? This dude is like, and he told me about it. He's like, yo, every time somebody called me 
and send me a record to do, they send me something that sounds like Texas, that, you know what I mean? That sound. He said, nigga, I want to rap. <laughs> so send me something that sound like something we could spit over. I'm like, yo, man. Oh, wow. <clears throat> That's Word. amazing. And then let's not forget Nems, who is absolutely incredible. And you brought him out. Um, work with Nems too, man. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard a Nems song I don't like. And so I was really excited to see you guys working together. I'd imagine that was a pretty cool experience too. Have you ever hung out with Nems? Man, I wish. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do nothing. He's insane. This nigga's insane. <laughs> like natural. Naturally. He doesn't need anything psychotic. else. Psychotic. He don't need nothing. He's just a natural cycle. It's never a dull moment with this cat, man. Yo, man, great cat, man. Word. So, yeah, that was dope. And another joint we did, and, you know, authentically in the studio at the wee hours of the morning. Is there any chance, too, that the Rangers come back and is, is Half still working on music? And are you guys still in touch? Um, Half just uh, sent me a couple joints recently but when i first first came home he said he didn't want to do it no more i put out a few records he said wise you inspired me i'm back in <laughs> that's awesome so it was dope so it was dope we actually i don't know should i put this out here go for should it man. it's a great spot to it's do a, it it's, it's a record that him and i are trying to put together right now that um we got i don't know if you heard of prayer buster's artist prayer no. Yeah, P-R-A-Y-A-H. He's dope, good kid. You know what I'm saying? From the hood. Um, he's, he's on fire right now. He's next up. Uh, we got to join with me, half, uh, him. And uh, I got to speak to Tech from Smith & Wesson, who's a real, real good friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, I was actually going through some chronic laryngitis, man. He sent me a recipe. That's one of the reasons I could talk to you right now. I couldn't talk for a while. Talk to Tech, man. <laughs> so Thank you, Tech. Yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm trying to get him on the course and all that. Uh, yeah, so that, that's about all we got right now because he's still sparring with it, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, some people, when, when when things don't work out in the way they feel is fair, they're like, all right, like, if, okay, we're not playing fair. It's not just about talent. It's 10% talent, 90% everything else, then I don't want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? He's a real authentic dude. So he didn't want to be a part of it because, you know, people weren't playing fair. Me, I just never lost the love, you know what I'm saying, and all that. So I always stayed in it, you know what I'm saying? And now that things have changed, I'm trying to talk to him. like, yo, man, you know, we don't got to worry about who's not playing fair. We need to give the people what we give them, you know what I'm saying? You know, we ain't got to, we, we ain't got to, you know, sell a million. We can sell, you know, you know 100,000, 10 times, 50,000, 20 times, you know what I'm saying? And still get, still get the same check. You know what I'm saying? That, that's awesome. That, that's really good news that I, you know, I love hearing that. And what is your writing process like when you go to work on a record? How do you, you know, bring your experiences and bring in the wordplay, you know, mess with the flow? Like, what's that whole process like for you? What's the process like? I go in and depending on what's, what's happening in my life, that's what you're going to get on a uh, song, like a song like Walk On By. You know what I'm saying? People think I'm really talking about a bitch. I'm not. I'm talking about fake industry friends with the bitch as the, as the metaphor. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, if you can't do nothing for me, then walk on by. You know what I'm saying? If you're not willing to do this, you're not willing to that, walk on by, keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? So on a songs like that and different things, you know, like I did the first verse a certain way, and in the second verse, I flipped and bounced it just to show people I could play with it. It depends on what pocket I could get in. You know, you need a special kind of girl to feed a piranha. You know, dollars in Atlanta, dollars inside a vagina. You know what I mean? I wasn't doing that on the first flow. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of times it's just to show off and kind of show skills like, hey, okay, hey, you got the bars on. Let me show you how to play with the flow. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. That's awesome. When do you know, you know, that you got a hit or that you got a record that you feel comfortable putting out? When everybody's knocking, they shouldn't hit. You'll know when everybody's knocking in the studio. You know, I've been in some sessions where 
you make a record and it's just pedestrian in session. You know what I mean? And you got a record and it's like, you know, you get hearing the oohs and ahs and the woos and people bouncing their head in a certain way or <clears throat> you take it and you send it to people and play it for people, you know what I mean? And you get that, then you'll know. You'll know, you'll know from the people who are closest to you. Because if you got a good crew around you, they can't wait to tell you your shit is whack. I know I can't. <laughs> that shit off my radio. That shit off the motherfucking computer. I get quick to that. I got those kind of friends. That's amazing, man. So looking at everything, you know, we're looking at, you know, it's mid-February now. Um, what's, you know, what's on the immediate radar for you at this point? Like, what should we be checking for next from you? D-Dot, the uh, Papa and Pimpin, that's coming next. Papa Dot, Pimpin, that's coming next, man. We tightening that up. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. So I just got over laryngitis. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we're tightening that up. Um, I'm pretty sure that's coming next. Right behind that. It's coming a team demo thing. And I also forgot, uh, DJ Concept, shout out to him. I got something called the Chronicles with him. <laughs> Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> That's amazing. So at this point, man, are you making the best pimp hop music out right now? I think I am because now from where I sit, I'm giving more of a balance of just the braggadocia I was doing before. More Now it's more, okay, I'm at a spot in my life where I'm rebuilding my life just as a man on top of that. You know what I'm saying? On top of having this lifestyle that I once lived and some of the rules that I still apply to myself, but also, you know, I have to find other ways to survive and other ways to, uh, you know, how you say, maneuver through life. You know what I'm saying? And give y'all a few jewels to keep y'all from making mistakes, you know? Because they change a lot of laws in that life where it's, just, it's a rough situation. I don't want to see nobody young go through that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but also I'm always going to say, oh, you know, I'm not going to tell nobody not to do something because I loved it when I was in it. So I'm not, I'd be a hypocrite to tell you, you know, don't, I can just advise you on what not to do. But, you know, at the same time, I still love it. I love to sit back and see it. I know some cats that are still in it. I'm not, I get excited when I see it. My blood starts to boil. Like, Ooh, yeah, get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, if it's being done right. So it's still a beautiful show for, for, for me to watch. 